guys. It's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast. Today, I want to talk about use it or lose it, okay? As we get older, there's all of a sudden all these things we think we can't do. We're told, you know, if you're past a certain age, you should not deadlift. You shouldn't strength train. You shouldn't have impact in your workouts. And the simple fact is, is if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And so many of the things we're told not to do in our workouts are actually very functional movements or movement patterns that we do in everyday life. The thing is, is we want to learn how to decelerate with impact. You know, sure, maybe we're not doing some of the movements we were doing when we were younger just because they don't fit our needs and goals, they don't feel as good, we don't enjoy them, whatever else it is. But it's one of those things that too often we just stop doing all the things that made us better or got us to the place where, or the fitness level that we're at uh, because we're a certain age. And I just think that that attitude needs to stop. What we choose to use in our workouts always has to be based on our needs, our goals, our injury history, our previous training experience, you know, what we built up to, what we enjoy, um, like all these different factors, but I don't believe that age itself should be one of them. So if you've ever read an article that says like, hey, don't deadlift after the age of X, don't listen to that. If you've been deadlifting, especially keep doing it. If you haven't been deadlifting, sure, you might not start with that barbell deadlift variation. You might start with a band hip hinge or a wall hip hinge, but you want to train that hip hinge movement pattern because guess what? The next time you hinge over to pick something up off the ground or chase after your grandkids and even rotate to pick them up as you're hinging over, you want to be able to control that movement pattern. We have to think about our workouts, you know, not just as a way to change our aesthetic, but also a way to keep everything strong and really improve our mind-body connection and our coordination and our balance in a controlled environment. So when we go out into everyday life, we aren't having to think about what muscle is actually working to do a movement. We're able to power rotation or even decelerate rotation. Think about how many times, you know, in everyday life, even you have to sort of catch something or like a kid jumping at you and you have to stop the rotation of your body backwards. Otherwise you'd injure your back, right? Being able to control and decelerate that movement is super key. So I'm not saying that you have to go do functional movements that mimic the things in everyday life, but I do think training the movement patterns, getting our body used to so much variation in the gym can be really helpful and key to keeping everything strong and protected. Doing anti-rotational moves at the gym where you prevent that rotation of your body, say like a plank shoulder tap can be really key. Even doing things like burpees have their place. And I think it's so often that we're using them just to make things harder, but think about that movement, you know, getting down and up off the ground as explosively as you can and as quickly as you can. All this being said, obviously not every move is going to be right for every person. If you do have injuries or issues that make doing impact or jumping movements, you know, not right for you, of course, you're not going to do those, at least not until you potentially build back to those. You want to always address the injuries and issues and use the mobility, the activation that you need to get better first. But it's one of these things that we too often demonize or write off a movement that we shouldn't. We have to remember that you use it or lose it. So that being said, I wanted to give you like three really key tips, I think, for designing your workouts when you're thinking about using it or losing it. One, include strength training, okay? You want to include those lifting moves that are going to challenge you to build muscle because it becomes harder and harder as we get older to build and retain lean muscle mass. So include lifting movements. Don't say, hey, you know, that, that heavy weight is for those young people over there. Hey, I can tell you, I hear that people are old at all sorts of ages. I've had 25-year-olds tell me they're old and nine-year-olds be like, I'm still young. Great. I like the nine-year-old attitude, not the 25-year-old attitude. But it's one of these things that you want to think about challenging yourself with weight. What's heavy for you might change over the years, uh, especially based on your needs and goals. But you always want to think about whatever reps and sets you have outlined, whether or not it's five or 12, that those last few reps are really challenging. Just because you're getting older doesn't mean you can let yourself off the hook. You still need to train hard, okay, and do what you're doing hard. So include that strength training. Don't just turn to cardio. You want to build that lean muscle mass, especially because it becomes harder to build and retain lean muscle. 
Strength training can also mean mastering bodyweight movements if you're just starting out and haven't really pre uh, previously trained that much. It can also mean using resistance bands or mini bands or, you know, kettlebells instead of dumbbells or barbells if you really want. But think about still continuing to progress in your training, even if you're doing slightly different variations. You might not no longer care about that one rep max deadlift, maybe you never did, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing single leg deadlift to work on your balance or banded hip hinges to work on that glute activation and controlling that hip hinge movement, or maybe you use dumbbells. So there's a lot of different ways to strength train and build that muscle, but strength train. Do not write off heavy weights, they become even more important, okay? Number two is do the mobility work. You know, we have to think that it's not just age, but also a lifestyle factors that are adding up over time. When you're 20, you've been sitting for a lot less time over the years than once you've worked at a desk job for, you know, the next decade even. So it's one of these things that a lot of times we forget that we've simply been doing improper postures for a lot longer, and that causes mobility restrictions. If you're like this, right, and then you're trying to get your body to go like this, if you don't address the muscles that are tight and the muscles that are underactive perpetuating this posture, you're going to get injured. Not to mention, over our life, a lot of times we get injuries that we don't address, especially when we're young and dumb and we think we're superheroes, right? We just push through or let it get better, but we never address the, the changes that might have happened to our body. So it's one of these things that it's really key that we do the mobility work consistently, especially as we get older, or once we recognize that we're not superhuman and that those injuries will add up, hopefully on the younger side too. So make sure that every warm-up includes foam rolling, stretching, and activation. You want to foam roll those tight muscles that might tend to compensate, and then you want to use stretching to mobilize your joints and improve your flexibility, and then you want to activate any underactive muscles you plan to use in your workout. Commonly underactive muscles are going to be back muscles, butt muscles, ab muscles, because of our daily postures. And we have to remember that it's not just previous injuries, but it is the fact that we're spending so much time like this that causes muscle imbalances. So when you need that proper full shoulder range of motion and you've been spending time like this, you're not going to necessarily automatically have it if you haven't done some of the mobility work. And don't be afraid to do that during the day as well. And then number three is challenge yourself with new things, okay? I think a lot of times, you know, we're even guilty of this, no matter what our age is, of getting into a groove with our own workouts and we don't challenge ourselves. But guys, those moves that feel uncomfortable, whether or not it's a unilateral exercise, so like a single leg deadlift or, you know, some of the agility ladder drills that maybe put us outside our comfort zone or seem silly or whatever else it is, you know, challenge yourself with new things because it really does improve that mind-body connection and it really helps improve your coordination and your balance. And all of these things are so key as we get older. We can see the gym is an opportunity to even improve our mental health, right? The, the better the mind-body connection, the quicker we're able to recruit muscles efficiently, the stronger we will be. The more if we slip off a curb, no matter what our age, we can catch ourselves without falling, okay? I tell you I've done that. That's why I'm laughing because I've fallen on the ground. I tried to catch myself and luckily I didn't get hurt seriously because I have done all this training. So see the gym as an opportunity to test out different movements, challenge your body in different planes of motion. So, you know, not just doing forwards and backwards lunges, but angled and side and all these different things. But it's really that chance to improve that mind-body connection so you can recruit muscles quickly and efficiently, even as you get older, to avoid falling more, okay? To keep your body healthy. So just to go over those things, three really key tips, I think, to using it or losing it. Uh, include that strength training. Do not start to use lighter weights. Use weights that challenge you no matter the reps and sets you do. Do the mobility work, the prehab work, especially as part of your warm-up, and do it consistently. And then challenge yourself with new things. Do those moves that are a little uncomfortable and that challenge your coordination, okay? Please don't let age be the determining factor. Again, needs, goals, injury history, time, even what you enjoy, those all impact what you choose to include, but your age alone should not dictate that you don't do something. We need to train all those different movement patterns. We need to challenge our body because that's what keeps it strong. 
If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Comment below if you have any questions and let me know how you're training hard no matter what your age is.